Welcome back to When Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Josh, here with... Mella, Lacey, and Rashawn. Before we get jumping, uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year! Why don't you pop that champagne on over to... (laughs) Look, I'm I'm running out, guys. Please. (laughs) Please. I'm so desperate. Just, just be nice and sincere. Just just rate and review us, please. On Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify. <laughs> you make it sound like they're not doing it, and they are. They are. Not everybody. Well, no. I know who you are. Hey, Josh. What's up? How many podcasts do you listen to? Two. How many do you rate and review? I follow as many as I can since I don't have Apple Podcasts. But how many do you rate and review? I physically can't. Hello? I feel like that's important. You you can't rate and review on Spotify? No. No. Mm-mm. Only on oh. Apple. Well, never mind then. So I follow <laughs> and like on Spotify. <laughs> so. There. <laughs> I'm desperate, you guys. I'm running out. I'm running out of gas. Every time I have to do this intro, a little part of me dies. So please. Rashawn do you want me to like do- free you from this prison? You don't have to uh, do anything. The only way to free me from this prison is if all of the listeners, if we get a hundred percent follow rate. Whoa, what? that's a lot, Josh. Yeah, I know. That's his, what about the people your, that um... don't listen on Spotify? Then uh, rate and review. No, that's what. I, sorry, I mean, what about the people who only listen on Spotify? The follow. That's all we need. Just follow. It You're is twenty twenty two, Josh. Annoying. <laughs> it's 2022 and i'm tired he's tired. tired what have y'all been watching i got the chance to see a movie called the humans it is an adaptation of a broadway play um starring richard jenkins Stephen yoon beanie feldstein amy schumer june squib what um it's yeah based off of the broadway play the humans um and Stephen karam who wrote the one act play also wrote and directed the movie it's very interesting <laughs> <laughs> jane hootieshell is the only person from the actual broadway play that transferred over to the movie me when i can't recognize this lobster that i found uh shell no <laughs> no no how did you even think that no she she won the tony for the same part (laughs) how did we get here what a fucking rough start you guys (laughs) to the year of the episode both. Both. (laughs) welcome if this is your first listen yeah it's a it's about a family that gathers together in uh, an apartment in new york that beanie feldstein and steven yoon have bought together they just moved in and their family came together for thanksgiving um it's set over one night it's shot 
and performed like a horror film, which mm. is really interesting. Um, I've only read the the play. I've never seen it. So it was really interesting to watch. But um, I was a little underwhelmed, but I'm also glad that I watched it. You said that it was like a play, but in a bad way? <laughs> yeah. You know how sometimes some of those adaptations like always fences? feel a little stagey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is definitely, I mean, it's all set in the apartment, which is like a two-story complex. And they're just getting ready to have dinner and stuff comes out but the atmosphere and the tension of it makes it feel like a horror film but there's no monsters or ghosts or anything like that so i don't know it was it was interesting to watch and i'm I'm glad i saw it because everyone in it is is really really good but um i'll I watch it what you been well until then what have you been watching me oh yeah. um y'all I haven't been watching anything <laughs> any reruns oh you know what we've been watching haha <laughs> <laughs> 12 Dates of Christmas. I jumped on season two. What? What is that? Well, <laughs> it's Lacey, more Lacey, reality jump on it. <laughs> it's good. It's 12. It's, so it's three contestants. This season, it's a lesbian girl. She is gorgeous. A gay guy and a straight guy. And they're all there to find love. And they have 12 Dates of Christmas. So they're on a date with a fir- the, their first date. And then as that date happens, another date comes into the picture. And then they have to decide. <gasps> it's real good. Ooh, the drama. They're, they're trying to choose someone to take home to the holiday, for to their family yes. for Christmas. Yeah. <gasps> so does it. But, you know, this. I don't care. It's, it's good. This one is like, it's really diverse. In all realms, but I feel like it's not as not everyone is like super hot like on Love Island. Like everyone's like really nice looking, but it's not super. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they look no- like normal people, which is cool to watch. You know what dating reality show I fuck with? What's the one, Lacey, that you watch with? They have to guess who their soulmate is. Are you the one? Are you the one? That's a good one. Oof. I like that one. Yeah, love that one. <laughs> That was a quarantine goodie. Yeah. We need another queer season because that was two beams. The yeah. best season. You should yeah, watch when... this, Lacey. There's some queer folk on here. Okay. Yeah. It's on. It's on HBO Max. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'll you try and it. Sam, it's Christmas. Well, it was Christmas. <laughs> 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 it's not Christmas yet. <laughs> Not even my birthday. <laughs> what about you, babe? What are you watching? Um, we are also in our uh, reality TV bag, mm-hmm. and we have been savoring season two of Love on the Spectrum. Ooh, we raved about it last year when we watched it. Um, season two is just as good, if not better. Almost in tears because it's just so pure and sweet and hopeful. It's been really light and really nice. You have cried. No, almost. Okay. It's not a secret. I'm a crying person. I am, I am a teary girl. <laughs> as soon as you said the title, I was like, no, she's crying. <laughs> and I've never watched a reality show where I'm so invested. Not just in the outcome of the game or like that these people get together, but 
but like I'm so invested in each person on the show mm-hmm. and I just so desperately want them to be happy so invested in them so if if you're looking for something light and sweet to start the new year off with I highly recommend two seasons on Netflix it's so good recommend two seasons on Netflix it's so good so I watched a movie <gasps> if you oh. guys remember our Krampus episode I opened a gift from Krampus Ooh, what did you get? I was forced to watch by the end of the year something I, borrowed. I don't think you should use forced. I was forced, otherwise he would have come down my chimney and killed Lacey. <laughs> so I watched something borrowed. I yeah. took a, a couple notes. <laughs> <laughs> he says spiral paper, let's go. The first question I had First, last, and like I kind of kept coming back to this, so it's at the top of my paper. Are we supposed to not like her? Because I don't like her. She's just unlikable, the whole movie. Is that intentional? Or is that just a product of these kind of movies? It's the product, because she's supposed to be like the every girl. Mm-hmm. The best well, friend Every girl is like that. Mm-hmm. Rashawn, tag me in. I'm joining your team, because... <laughs> <laughs> my plan all along (laughs) what movie could i turn josh gay with (laughs) she sucks dude she's awful wait the character or the actor the character jennifer goodwin's good it's jennifer goodwin they're they're, i mean the leads are great but john (gasps) don't you dare jennifer goodwin's good in this she's not great she does the assignment and she does it well the only great person in this movie is John Krasinski. Aw, baby boy. He's fantastic. He's charming. Mm-hmm. He's sweet. He's not action star John Krasinski yet. He's too good because in the scene where he professes his love to her and then she turns him down, it's like, what? there's no... That's the He's main, way ca- cuter than the main guy, too. There's no reason why she would turn him down there except for the fact that she's a bad person and maybe it's a pretty bad character. I liked the badminton scene. That was fun. <laughs> when they were telling each other secrets mm-hmm. that was a good time i enjoyed fun. myself there so i made sure to write it down when i enjoyed myself they'd be kissing in the middle of the street dude during rush hour that's how you do it <laughs> during rush it. hour it's, it's a, a rom-com no honks <laughs> <laughs> people just okay no dude no I'm, get the fuck out of here i'm not swerving and i'm sitting in front of him and I'm, my hand is on my horn until they move <laughs> the flashbacks when they like she would walk and then the background would change and then her she would get like black and white what are you doing just like do a fade in fade out terrible um does no one own an umbrella in this movie <laughs> good god you're supposed to get wet in the rain that's romantic unless you black Nobody yeah, is getting don't. wet. Yeah, no, we don't do that. <laughs> ever. Movie, real life, we ain't getting wet. Phone, destroyed. Yeah, that phone is gone. Gone. Wallet, ruined. Cash, unusable. <laughs> Umbrella. Chocolate in your pocket, gone. Smooshy. <laughs> uh, I was reading the uh, Wikipedia of this because I, I had turned it off immediately. And then I had to go back because there's a fucking mid post credit scene in this goddamn movie the did dance? you guys know that the dancing there's a dance scene i didn't catch that 
when it cuts in the mid credit, it cuts to uh, Kate Hudson's character visiting John Krasinski overseas. And she's like, Ethan. And he's like, oh, no. And like runs away. There's a mid credit scene in this fucking movie. Yeah. What? God, that movie sucked. I watched this movie by accident because I live with Carmela. <laughs> it was just on or what? No, I think you turned it on. No, you were like, I really love this movie and I want to rewatch it. Relax. I just, <laughs> I like this movie. I know that it's fucking horrible, but and I, I said, like well, it. you know what? I ask a lot of Carmela, so let me return the favor, sit down and watch something borrowed with her. I would never, if I knew you were around the corner, I would have never put that on. <laughs> well, I watched it. <laughs> so what do you give it, Josh? Of two out of ten. A two? Wow. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a zero. Wow. Sean Krasinski's great. He's charming as hell. He's so good. I'm so happy you watched it. I'm not. I am. Yeah, I know. Happy. The, the title is pretty fucked up, too. Something Borrowed? You mean... Her whole like, ass man. <laughs> that guy's cock? Like, yeah, let me just borrow that real quick. That's a crazy title, if you think about it. It's messy, just like their cock. relationship. Apparently, there's a sequel in the works, and and it, as of 2017, they were talking about doing it, but it's still like it's not going to happen. Is it called Something Blue? Yeah. There's it, there's a book called Something Blue. It's yeah, I read his, the Wikipedia article. <laughs> his balls now <laughs> oh my god Are you happy krampus krampus has been satisfied i i guess we never told the listeners what the other watch parties were but carmilla and and lazy dodge bullets Ooh, what did they miss like, out on big bullets mella's watch party was there will be blood oh my god god bless you wouldn't have made it, dude. I you wouldn't, wouldn't have, have made you it. You've had to restart that movie like six times. There's a reason why I haven't watched that flick. There's no way. And then Lacey's was Seed of Chucky. And I would have died. <laughs> I would not have made it through it. But I would have been so happy because because I died. One of the final one of the final episodes of Chucky addresses the ending of the last few Chucky movies. And you would have been able to watch with me. She's not going to. I don't know why you keep thinking this. <laughs> not for a second am I turning that on my TV. I have like about a year until they finish production on season two. So I'm I'm not giving up hope. No. <laughs> like like Jennifer Goodwin. I'm not. <laughs> All right, y'all. What are we fighting about today? Well, Josh. Yeah. Joshy Poo. Uh-huh. We got our second email. Yay. Not our second email. We got ever. <laughs> ever. The only other email we've ever gotten. We got another email request from a beautiful loyal listener. Yeah. And they requested a Guy Ritchie film. And what did you choose, Josh? Aladdin. I chose Aladdin, baby. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bee footage. <laughs> no, I chose 2009's Sherlock Holmes. The witness stated that he saw Lord Blackwood rise from the grave. I want you to find him and stop him. That'll take every ounce of my not inconsiderable experience. This may be a hobby to you, Mr. Holmes, but I do it for a living. It does make a considerable difference to me, having someone with me on whom I can thoroughly rely. Oh, it's nice to see you, Watson. 
complain about my methods before. I never complain. When do I complain about you practicing the violin at three in the morning? Or your mess? Your general lack of hygiene or the fact that you steal my clothes? Sherlock Holmes is another retelling of the classic adventures of Sherlock Holmes and his partner, Watson. They are chasing evil cultists by the name of Henry Blackwood in his attempts to overthrow England and the world. Um, this movie fucks, y'all. <laughs> I had actually only ever seen this movie on TV, I realized, while watching this. So I'd seen it a bunch with commercials in between, probably some censored. So this is actually, I realized, my first time sitting down watching it with no breaks. And it's even better this way, let me tell you. It's fucking awesome. Robert Downey Jr., I feel like plays British more than any other American actor. He's British, <laughs> like, a lot. Jude Law is fantastic. Obviously, it's Jude Law. He's a charming Englishman. Rachel McAdams, I don't think, has ever been bad in anything ever. No. The no, street continues. Never. And we get Mark Strong as Blackwood, who IMO, uh, fun fact about your boy, I think one of the most underappreciated actors currently working. I think Mark Strong brings it every fucking movie he's in, and I think he destroys as the villain in this. Um, and to talk about Guy Ritchie, he brings his very distinct Guy Ritchie action flair to this movie, which at first you wouldn't expect it. It's Sherlock Holmes. A man who always uses his brain. He's always out outsmarting people. He's using his wits. But the moment the fight scene happens, the punch bowl fight scene, you're like, oh, oh this works. Like Sherlock Holmes as a brawler, breaking it down uh, intellectually. It's fucking awesome. Those scenes are incredible. We'll talk about them at length later. But first, I want everyone's first impressions. As always, I like to go with the surefire what I know to be true, and that is Lacey. What if one time I was just like, I lied to you ahead of time and was like, yeah, it was really good. And then we get on the mic and I'm like, fuck this movie. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. That would be baller. That would be be tight. I'm not going to lie. It's coming, but it's not going to be this episode. (laughs) Wow, you actually got me for a second. love this movie i love a good mystery mysteries are my favorite thing to read mystery thrillers so obviously sherlock holmes in the title i'm in really cool because we are in an older england but it also somehow feels kind of steampunky because of sherlock and his personality and his quips i love a movie that does sleight of hand reveals at the end as they're telling us how Blackwood, you know, actually accomplished everything he accomplished um, and getting to go back and see all the ways that Sherlock was figuring it out throughout the movie. It's a rewatchable mystery, which is also very hard to do. Uh, Yeah, I love it. I love every second of it. Well, not every second of it. I do have a problem with it, but... Later. I love it. We don't want to hear about that. Um... Rashawn, I know you like Guy Ritchie, so let's hear from you. Hmm. I told you like um, Guy Ritchie? I thought you did. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. Um, shout out to our request, which comes from um, a listener by the name of Just a Casual Spectator. We love anonymity. Respect it. Get that bag. Um, <laughs> but the request was... <laughs> 
they said that they had realized that, uh, Guy Ritchie was a director that we hadn't talked about a lot, and mm. um, they just wanted to know if we would be willing to discuss it, and the answer is always yes. So please feel free to email us. Thank you for this request and also the email that sent a little love our way for our Halloween episodes and the Halloween list that we made. Um, so yeah, this episode is for you. This whole show is for you. So thank you. Um, for yours truly, I am a big fan of Guy Ritchie. There's a spectrum of my favorite, which is The Man from Uncle and Rock and Rolla. And then my absolute least favorite, which is The Gentleman, which I hated. Sherlock Holmes is in the middle. I I dig it. I think that this is a movie that's Sherlock Holmes in name only. Hmm. And we can get into why and how yeah, and whatever. That was a big thing I wanted to talk about. So Yeah, but you that. can't go wrong with RDJ, Jude Law, and Rachel McAdams. Uh, for real. And <laughs> you could put them in strong, any scenario. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's great. Um, so yeah, my my qualms with it, I guess, are how it's a Sherlock Holmes movie, but it's more of a Guy Ritchie movie, which, you know, Guy Ritchie made a Guy Ritchie movie. So um, I'm in the middle, I guess. As always, I will be a traitor. Yeah, you'll betray someone at the end of this episode. Bill, what did you think? Um, you know, this is—I was gonna say my first Guy Ritchie movie, but I was making the joke earlier that it's Aladdin. But um, (laughs) I won't count that. I won't count that. It's not like Guy Ritchie put his spin on it. You know, like he had a lot of. Kind of did. He did, but he had a lot of shoes to fill. Like it's just—we'll just put that aside. Um. I like this movie. Yeah. I really would, if Blockbuster was still around and I was walking through the aisle and I saw this, I would never pick it up. Mm-hmm. As if you've listened to the Muppet episode, if you listen to Christmas, anything I've talked about, the Christmas Carol, um, I don't like this era. I don't like the 18 <laughs> night. I'm over it. <laughs> Let's get some electricity up in there. Let's put away the lamps. Um, <laughs> the petticoats. I'm done. But I I, du- I I dug it. Usually, I thought I was going to go into this and, you know, it's an action, it's a, it's a mystery, and I get, like, very lost with both of those. And I felt like this was perfectly spoon-fed to me without feeling too spoon-fed, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't feel stupid. I didn't feel like, oh, they're, like, totally re, you know, redoing the plot so I understand. Like Lacey said, it was really nice at the end where he's like, well, this happened because this happened and this and this and this. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was really fun. I think Robert Downey Jr. is fucking perfect in this. Like his little quips and the accent was great. Jude Law, baby cakes. And then <laughs> I didn't know that Rachel was in this. Jin? I had no idea. That's a and when fun she, little surprise. Yeah, when she cut like the steam parts and she winks, I was like, "Oh, baby, you have me. I'm in." <laughs> okay, let's watch this little movie. So I, I dug it. I liked it. Okay, fuck yeah, Josh. Have uh, you ever gotten a four for four? On the couple of like the big tent tent pole, like King Kong. Okay, Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. It's been a few episodes since I use this phrase, but a lot of the four quadrant quadrant movies are are. I don't think I get for fuck yeah I loved this movies the same way that Widows was mm. but I think everyone 
likes a good blockbuster because yeah. they're meant they're meant for everyone to kind of like them right let's let's just dive in let's get into let's get into the meat and potatoes of it all let's talk about is this sherlock like is as we know because i was reading one of the first things guy Ritchie kind of put his foot down about when he made this movie was that he wanted the the hat gone and he did not want Sherlock to say elementary, my dear Watson. He was like, not doing those two things, which I think is fine. I had forgot if he said it or not. And I was kind of waiting for it the whole movie, which I don't feel cheated that he didn't say it. And he throws Uh, the hat on at the very last moment. Right. So I'd like to hear the arguments because, because yes, he does some crime solving, but he does a lot of it with his fists and and not as much with his brains and his tongue. I disagree. He is analyzing throughout the entire process. Even if his response is physical, the calculative Calculation. side of his brain is constantly processing and planning for what's to come. I mean, that first fight scene in the punch mm. bowl mm. is like cinematic num 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 it is so fun i still like i know that they filmed it on a specific camera that slowed it down Mm -hmm. so that they didn't have to do any of that in post which i think is so cool but i still don't how did he how did he make his face ripple how did how did the impact (laughs) happen if you're doing it that like in real time I, I looked at, I don't know if you guys know, I looked into it too. All I could see was talking about the slow-mo cameras. I don't know if they added some extra ripple in post because the, 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 the big famous shot that is the one you're talking about where he lands a punch in the guy's face yeah. took, they shot it when in real time, it took a second. And in the movie, it takes seven seconds. So like, again, I can't find anything is if he, if RDJ just fucking landed a hook and they kept it in. Actually, Robert Downey Jr. got knocked out in this movie while <gasps> filming it uh, with the with the big guy, the big bruiser. Yeah. Uh, the Robert, French guy. Because yeah, Robert Downey Jr., all three of the main characters did most of their own stunts. And um, Robert Downey got knocked out in one of their fights. Shit. Wow. So, okay, I don't really know much about Sherlock. Is that his thing like he's like really obviously like logical is that what it is like he's always analyzing yeah he's he's one of literature's greatest and oldest detectives that's his thing he's in the books i know like he his his mind is always working Mm, um for a while he develops a cocaine habit in the books because things aren't stimulating enough for him like there's not enough to solve um i admittedly haven't really read much if any sherlock so i can't be too critical about book to film right adaptation but as far as the sherlock that is cemented in pop culture this is definitely a deviation rashawn mm-hmm. your thoughts <laughs> no it, it's not really even a problem with it because i i i can't consider myself like a loyalist right um, I have read some Sherlock. Well, well, well. <laughs> Butter my crumpet and call me uh, uh, Cogsworth. Fuck. <laughs> a bit of a twist in it. <laughs> so I, I think my thing with the movie is 
well, two things. I think they just go for making him a superhero, which is fine, especially in this period that we're in. You know, like would you that's... say like Iron Man? <laughs> Iron Man's yeah, actually like... a superhero. He doesn't have any powers. He's just oh. million. He's rich. He's a billionaire. Whatever. He's a superhero. So that I mean, that's kind of cool. Where he he you know all of his deducing and all of his action sequences are very high paced and and all that stuff. But with the with his sleuthing, I feel like the movie doesn't let us see it it kind of just right. tells us after the fact yeah that would be my biggest poo-poo as well if all the visual cues were there and we as an audience just weren't picking it up and then he tells us that he caught it and we didn't i'd be like fuck that's sherlock but i feel <laughs> like a lot of a lot of his a lot of his stuff after he's like oh yeah there's frog and the frog blah, 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 blah. and i'm like I, we didn't see any of that, but you're having to show us the same scene twice now mm-hmm. with yes. Sherlock seeing it. Yeah. A lot of the deductions came from the ginger midgets. And mm-hmm. those scenes, you just kind of see him rummaging through stuff. And like, we're not, how am I supposed to know that he's looking into a, a, a vat with a dead animal in it? Like, right. So I, I show that... it to us at the end. Right, but like rewatching it because I think you've probably seen this more than I have, Lacey. Rewatching it, did you like? Can you catch those moments now? Yeah, he. But has... that's after the fact, right? Because I didn't. Well, yeah, the first time, obviously not. Right, the yeah. first time you don't know what's happening, but the second time, like he, you notice him picking up the powder from the little thing and sniffing at it and messing with it in his fingers. You notice him looking in the jars. And the tomb, he licks the sand, the sandstone or whatever it is. That, to me, I love seeing shit like that. Because then you get to piece it together in your brain as he's explaining it. That's the thing with Sherlock, Rashawn, which, like, I see what you're saying. But, like, the thing with Sherlock is the, the, the mythology of him is that he's in on it all along. Like, he's been following mm-hmm. along with it the whole time. And even though you're seeing everything happen that he's experiencing, you don't get it. And he does. And that's like the, you know, the mystical part of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I feel that in this movie. I think they do a really yeah. good job of it. Yeah. I feel dumber than Robert Downey Jr. For 1,000%. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a, a good example for me would be when Blackwood reveals himself in the meeting and Standish goes to shoot him and he explodes. Mm-hmm. It's presented to us as magic, but it's not revealed to us as something other than that until the last five minutes of the movie. Right. Yeah, that that one is the one I side with you on and that like that one you can't like we don't see the mechanism that's pouring the gasoline on him. We don't see the bullets getting switched out in his gun that one is completely after the fact so that one i will have to side with you on yeah because he's like i wonder if he thought the rain the acid was rain and i'm like well we all did because we just saw that it was raining so it's like they have to kind of which i guess maybe that's the trick of the movie is they have to kind of pull the wool over our eyes as well and then sherlock explains to us what we missed but we didn't miss it it just wasn't shown to us Mm mm-hmm 
so that I guess that's like my I don't even, I don't even want to call it an issue with the movie. Yeah, I have I have a very very minor issue, and then we'll get to yours, Lacey. The only thing I found myself wanting at the end of this movie is I wish Watson had solved more. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm romanticizing their their partnership, and I don't remember how it usually is. Maybe this is how it always is, but I could have swore that Watson helps more than he did in this movie he never i don't i don't i can't think of too many scenarios where if watson wasn't there it wouldn't have been solved and i feel like i wanted a little more of that sherlock could have done this all by himself it felt like a little bit yes and i feel like watson is more of the loyal sidekick than he is like anything else Mm -hmm. like he's not really there to solve anything he's kind of just to be like let's let's get a move on let's wake up let's get dressed let's go here versus like i'm going i'm gonna be the brains of of anything it's like i'm here to kind of catch your fall and sherlock needs that it wouldn't work without that and that is true yeah sherlock is inherently self-destructive and that's his that's one of his character traits and watson is there to to level him but like i guess it, it it in this movie it made watson seem like he had a more average intelligence than i thought he did I thought Watson was also kind of brilliant, but maybe I I could be wrong. I, I he's more bumbling, and then this iteration shows him. He's he's kind of like a always oh, two steps behind Sherlock. Oh really? Okay. Than what the movie the movie kind of puts them on equal footing, and Watson is like deceptively smart, but on the face of it, he's kind of like whoop, 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 Sherlock. <laughs> classic classic <laughs> watson if you know watson that was that was a good watson <laughs> they they talk about it as he's about to leave he's drawn to the mystery and he's drawn to the macabre of it all it, i think it is more of a he levels out sherlock in a way that sherlock doesn't find in a lot of people or in a lot of partners um, so to have someone who can bring things down a level for him while still being interested in what he's doing and invested in solving the mystery is like what makes that partnership yeah. so special. You know what? You're right. Because Watson is Watson's level headed enough to bring Sherlock down to a to Earth, but he's also just smart enough to understand what Sherlock is talking about, and that's what makes him such a you know what? I'm liking this movie more and more the more we talk about it. <laughs> he's also, and I think part of the reason he's not solving a lot more is because he's a lot more reluctant in this movie and he's on his way out. And preoccupied, mm-hmm. yeah, preoccupied with his Yeah, so he, and... he spends, yeah, he spends most of the movie like getting ready to leave. The bro chemistry between Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law is fucking awesome. Oh, great yeah. chemistry. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. And now kiss. I literally was like, there are even moments where I'm like, oh my God, are they going to kiss? Are they going to? Makes it, it plays a little bit that Sherlock is a little in love with Watson. Yeah. That first exchange they have when he's like, you're going to meet her. He's like, Nope, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a very jealous lover. And then the whole scene at the dinner table where he like, Exp- thinks he's exposing her and ruining things but in actuality they have a deeper connection than he anticipates mm-hmm. okay let me talk about the thing i don't like yeah you have something you don't like i really 
dislike the whole scene with the boat in the boat house. Oh, the big boat. The ship. The Les Mis ship. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fight with giant Frenchmen. I hate, I, I think it's because the CGI did not date well for it. I just didn't, I didn't need any of that. I agree. I agree. I'll buckle a little and say it was the last sequence in a like 15 minute long fight and chase sequence. So like with like two fake endings. So like I can see for sure at that point. But we also get like so much of this movie feels practical and feels like it's really happening. And this felt like a this felt like a Michael Bay like let's blow something up. Let's do something big. And we so didn't need it. It almost took me out of it because it clearly wasn't real. Especially after that first fight scene where you have blows landing in slow motion that are like you're seeing the physical impact of these blows, whether or not they're, you know, added in after the fact or not. They look fucking real. Mm -hmm. I It just really, it didn't work. Could it, could it have been in addition to this is the first and only type of fight and scenario that Sherlock can't brain his way out of? Um, no, because it's just mm, a big boat. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he because he outsmarts him and then homeboy follows him and he's like, mm-hmm. there's some things, you know. He's your like, little run. toy. Yeah, he's like, there's some things that are bigger than, you know, you and your little toy. So he can't outsmart him and it has to go bigger. And Watson saves him in that scene. So, like, it's, I, I do appreciate that and I get that. But I don't. Having like said it. that, I, I agree with you very much. That's part <laughs> of the movie where I'm like, this it feels like it needed to be a big blockbuster set piece. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like a Sherlock film. Okay. Yeah. I can't. I, I agree. I can't. <laughs> this is because, and only because what you mentioned before is everything up until this was so like self-contained and practical and like it's it feels very intimate like and everything after this too Mm -hmm. yeah the fight scene the fight scene before right before with treasure in the in in the in the ginger's apartment when they're one-on-one and one-on-one even the chase through through the streets is a little is is a pretty flashy thing and that looks good and then at the end of the movie, when Dredger comes back again, when they're trying to deactivate the machine, that's fucking great, too. And you get great practical moments in that where he, where Sherlock tries to lift the hammer to defend himself and can't because it's too heavy. And then immediately after, Dredger picks it up. Like, it's, it's like one hand. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Moments like that are so, so good. I don't need a CGI metal thing flying at his head. Would it, even that scene been fine if it didn't end with the ship? falling crashing in that and the anchor flying through the air yes i would have been fine with it <laughs> that's my big pet peeve for the episode <laughs> sorry <laughs> is i guess i guess he was like loopy and and fucked up and he got hit in the head but like the watson saving him in that scene didn't really vibe with me like all he had to do was lay down yeah i would have just said lay down yeah that it's, it's <laughs> yelling it yeah <laughs> get hey. down hey get down we know there's no real danger because it's all CGI. It's more about Watson willing to sacrifice himself in harm's way for, for Sherlock at the very end of that. Aww. After after they had 
you know, a falling out. That was when he was he was going to leave him at the apartment and said, I'll be five minutes. And then <laughs> the the gun moment is so great. <laughs> Which one? He left that on purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Mel, I wanted yes. to ask you. Yeah. Did you think Mark Strong, Lord Henry Blackwood, do you, did you think he was using magic? Especially the in the scene in, with the cult when he lights the guy on fire, quote unquote. Um, yes-ish because of how it starts like you know that it's um like at the beginning where he's doing a little i don't even know if he's chanting whatever he's doing at the beginning with the girl sacrifice it kind of sets that up that it's not i don't know it's yeah it's like a magic type of thing witchcraft whatever it is so yes (laughs) yeah i think i think you probably had the same feeling i did if i Again, hindsight, I may be wrong, but I think I was, when I first watched this, if I remember correctly, it was, it seems like he's doing magic, but I can't fathom a world where they include magic in a Sherlock Holmes movie. So there's got to be an explanation, but yeah. I couldn't, I could not tell you what the explanation was. I think my thought process was, and this is like, okay, I've never seen this. I don't know much about Sherlock. I didn't know magic was involved, question mark, <laughs> but Okay. And so when they reveal that it's all like, oh, there's a hook and this and that, I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Right. So I kind of was just like going with the flow okay. of the movie. That tracks. I mean, this has been surprisingly cordial. I know, <laughs> you guys. I have a we, feeling oh, you're really going to fuck it up with the game. So Yeah, that's why I'm not too worried. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. We, I want to talk about the action a little more, about the, the good the good in the action. I liked the action. You know yeah, how usually I'm say, like, what the fuck? This was good. <laughs> is it because, because usually in like fight scenes, you just, you get the pop, 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 Right. But before that, it tells you what it's going to be and why. Is that, did that help? And then you saw it all kick yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I meant by I think in the beginning it. where it was like spoon fed a little for your girl. Wait, what did you say, Rochelle? I hated it. Oh. Way to fucking, the, <laughs> oh, the curgility damn. ends now. Wait. <laughs> You hated it? You hate that? Yeah, I I just um yeah, I hated it. <laughs> I don't have a lot hate? of big answers today. Explain yourself. <laughs> what did you hate? What is what is there to hate? Explain all of it. I just don't I don't hate the process and I don't hate the abilities. It just feels very Batman Begins, Casino Royale, like we have to explain away and kind of make Some it Some people need like that. Some people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess I just <laughs> I just don't like the showing it and then showing it again. I, I'm not a fan of that. That's the best fucking part. No. If he had been walking into the punch bowl and sizing homeboy up and saying all this into his head and you're like, what what is he saying? What I I maybe not getting all of it mm. and then it happens once. Yeah. I I that I'll agree with. At the very beginning, is that what we're talking about? Where he's gonna, he's like, okay, I'm gonna hit him in the knee, and then in yeah. the throat. Okay, broken yes. jaw, right, fractured right. ribs. I can, I can just do. I can see that once and be like, oh, this is what he's doing. This is Charlotte. This is how he fights. But every time, well, I don't need it. But I feel like that was like a stamp at the beginning from Guy Ritchie. Like this is gonna be different. This is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it, it he he is able to really 
meld, you know, an action star with Sherlock Holmes. And I, I do agree that it's very Guy Ritchie and he does it successfully. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you can appreciate both ends because if it was just slow, it'd be like, okay, but you wouldn't get the impact. Like, how's that going to crack his ribs because it's in slow motion? And if it was just fast, it just looked like Sherlock was just kind of going, <laughs> like kind of ping-ponging his face around. So we, we see- do like slow motion action. What are you trying to mean? Like I know. I was like, what? What is this a trap for? I'm scared. I like yes slow motion. I like slow yes motion no action question. when it's got a point. Okay. Are you going to bring up Charlie's Angels again? <laughs> Charlie's Angels have, you know, slow and fast. Just saying. <laughs> what? Well, maybe I needed to see him twice in a row. Maybe it's Charlie's Angels that have replayed the slow mo fast. And I would appreciate it. Oh, you want to watch it again? Okay. I can bring it back. <laughs> Just make sure to hit fast forward when the slow motion part is done. That's my favorite part of the movie is the slow and seeing it twice. Because this is, like we said, this is the Guy Ritchie stamp. He's You go into a Guy Ritchie movie knowing there's going to be some ass-kicking hand-to-hand scenes. Hmm. <laughs> I'm learning on the pod. I mean, huh. think about, I mean, think about the man from Uncle. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's that Aladdin and Genie fight. He's got, some, he's got good <laughs> There's no uh, slow mo in Man from Uncle. No, not, not just slow mo, just good yeah, fights. Yeah, yeah. But this one, it's like Sherlock Holmes. Like, that's a brainy motherfucker. What are you talking about? And like Robert Downey Jr. Yes, he was just an Iron Man, but he wasn't Captain America. He wasn't. He wasn't Thor. He was the guy in the suit. So even then, it's like, okay, is it just going to be about a brainiac just solving things with his mind, and then? out the gate like in the prologue before the punch bowl scene you get that like him analyzing and what he's going to do it's like oh so this is guy Ritchie's take on how uh the smartest man in the world would fist fight it's like fuck yeah he would he would there's no wasted energy in sherlock's fights he only punches when he needs to that's why a lot of his fights he's slapping because why wouldn't he he's if he's going to deflect he's just going to slap your hand away that's way less impact on your wrist and your hand and your arm and he'll close his fist when he needs to. I think the fight scenes in this movie are fucking brilliant. I mean, I was honestly shocked. I didn't think Sherlock had it in him, to be real. Exactly. <laughs> and it's his whole dick on the table and says, nope. watch. Gosh. Oh, my God. It's like when the nerd in class knows how to throw blows. You're like, oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> oh shit that's why they be running really fast for lunch as soon as the bell rings. arms arms back naruto yeah i just uh, i this again this is not a negative because all of guy Ritchie's movies are just about like cool cool guys that do cool shit fuck yeah and you take someone like sherlock who's not historically not seen as a cool person and you gotta like yesify him and it's just like Okay. Do, do not use yesify. Do your sleuthing, <laughs> honey. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and it has to be, it's, yeah, it's that Casino Royale Batman Begins, like, superhero origin thing. I also enjoy the confidence uh, of not using Moriarty right away. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy in the shadows, Mel Moriarty, the one that. Irene, Rachel McAdams was interacting with. That's Sherlock's nemesis. He's his mm. number one villain. He's the okay. Joker to his Batman. And it, it the confidence of not like and the confidence, but also the 
again, just dick on the table. Like, I'm going to tease Moriarty, but you're not going to even see him. Is that confidence? You may reckon... I think so. I think that's... Or is that, is that securing the franchise back? Th- and uh, that's confident. Let, that's, that's dick on the table in, in oh the God. studio's meeting. Who is it? Who's Moriarty? Moriarty? It's, um, what's his name? It's from... Jared Harris. In the Thank you. Jared Harris. But not, not in this one. That sounded like him. It's not him in this one. He, like, after he was in Game of Shadows, he redubbed the lines. Mm. Okay. That for makes sense. Re release. Uh, we haven't talked about Rachel McAdams. Uh, let's talk about her. Dude, what she can do no say? wrong. Reason I bought a ticket in 2009. It's crazy how effortless she makes everything look. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That last scene on the dock where she's near tears and saying her goodbyes. Yeah. Ugh! What did I turn? I turned to Carmela and I was like, she's fucking good now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rachel McAdams, but I love a character like this where mm-hmm. she's not like ever playing dumb. Like you, that never happens. And I love that. Like she's literally just like, I'm as smart as you, or if not smarter. And when they show the scene where she's like flipping the script in the shadows with the, the roses, I fucking love that. Where she's like, yeah, I'm a badass bitch too. Like, don't come for me. She's not apologizing. No. I'm going to make a statement. Mm. And I'm going to stand by it. You can agree with me or you can kick rocks. Oh, don't no. Really care. I think Rachel McAdams is the best actress currently alive. Wow. That's, a big, that's a big statement. Yeah. Name a better one. But you can't. Name one. I can, but <laughs> name one. No, name one, because right, I got a perfect argument. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Rachel McAdams play, could play Catwoman, but Michelle Pfeiffer couldn't play. She could. She could play Regina George. <laughs> say it. Fucking say it. <laughs> she did Regina George in retirement in Hairspray. That's so. what I was gonna say. Yeah, she could. <laughs> it's, a, it's a solid second place. I'll take it. Um, any other? Any other qualms? Any other goods, bads? Anything you want to get off your chest before we move on? I don't like that he tested on the puppy. But yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, that's he's a bad guy. Not all the time, but he's he does. He's very selfish. That's perfect. He's very selfish in the name of what he thinks is science. Mm -hmm. Cute ass bulldog. The cute chunky, chunky, (laughs) wrinkly. Next time you want to reboot a franchise, make Rachel McAdams Sherlock. <gasps> Dude. Shit. I'd watch every second of that. Robert's he... great. Jude's great. Make Rachel McAdams Rach? Sherlock Holmes. Period. Okay. Her. You guys ready to get your mind blown? No. Mm-hmm. You know this already, Lacey. What? Do you know there are two Sherlock Holmes TV shows that have come out in the last decade? Mm-hmm. Isn't it Benedict Cumberbatch one? Three, excuse me, three, including Sherlock. What's the other Sherlock, one? Elementary, with Lucy Liu, mm-hmm. and House. He's Sherlock. Yes, his name is literally House Sherlock Holmes. House. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Isn't that crazy? Wait, House MD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, House is Sherlock. What the? Just fuck? in the medical field. It took me 
an embarrassingly long time to make that connection. I mean, just like I feel like they kind of like lift the sequences out of that movie into this. And how how he, yeah, how he comes to his diagnose, diagnose how it's how it's a flood of epiphany and not just like Mm -hmm. breadcrumbs. It's all at once. Ooh, yeah. Can I talk about my favorite Sherlock? Fuck yeah, you can. No, no, no. I know <laughs> you it is. said yes. What is it? Basil of Baker Street from the Great Mass Detective. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I think of Sherlock, that's who I fucking picture. I mean, right? yeah. Like, damn it. Yeah. It's yeah. so All right. good. That's enough. Who wants to play a game? <laughs> I do. I want to play a game. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. I despise guessing games. Come on, boy. Boy, play with me. Riddle me that. All right, y'all. This game is called Elementary, my dear cinephiles. Oh, I'm going to throw up. A couple hours ago, I individually texted you all a single riddle. They're all different. And as we began, I texted you a second riddle. Again, all different. All three of you have two different riddles. What these riddles are, we have the three leads, Robert Downey Jr., Rachel McAdams, and Jude Law. The three of you have to work together like Sherlock and Watson. I have picked a movie in the filmography of those three actors. The answers to those riddles, you have two answers per filmography, and they're jumbled among you. You have to figure out which clues decipher to which three movies. One has Jude Law, one has Robert Downey Jr., and one has Rachel McAdams. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how many answers are we looking for? There's three answers. Two okay. clues per answer jumbled among you. Got you. Okay. 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 So let's go down first. Um, Lacey, the first one I sent you was, I sound like one letter, but I'm written with three. I show you things when you look through me. What am I? An I. I'm not going to tell you guys if you're right or wrong until you submit your final guesses. So I'm going to need you to work it out yourself. Okay, Rashawn, the first one I sent you is, I'm always hungry and will die if not fed, but whatever I touch will soon turn red. What'd you get for that? Uh, nothing, Alex. Fantastic. <laughs> and Mello, the first one I sent you was, two in a corner, one in a room, Zero in a house, but one in a shelter. What do you think that is? I don't know yet. Fantastic. All right. And I'm going to let you guys work out the rest on your own. Uh, I've talked enough this episode. So I'm going to need to uh, show your work here, people. I want to hear the other clues, work together. Lacey's pretty good at riddles. So if you're stumped on one of the ones you got, it's in her court. Uh, Lacey, you can be Sherlock... Mella, you can be Watson, and Rashawn, you are Irene. I knew I was the hottest one on this fucking show. So, <laughs> solve, solve my riddle. The first one, Lacey's? Yeah, so mine is, I sound like one letter, but I'm written with three. I show you things when you look through me. I think it's, it's an I. I. E-Y-E. I. Yeah, I'm yeah. down with that. So yeah. I'm gonna, no guts, no glory say that Rachel McAdams movie is Red Eye. Ooh. Which, this... which one of our other, cl- well, what are our other clues? 
Oh, shit. Yeah, well, probably. <laughs> you, have, you have five other clues. <laughs> oh, the like the other paragraph two that we got? Yeah. There are two clues per movie. What's your other one, Lacey? My other riddle is I can be cracked, I can be made, I can be told, I can be played. And I think it's a joke. Crack a joke, make a joke, tell a joke, play a joke. Like play okay. a joke on someone. Okay. Mine is what word of five letters has one left when two are removed? Five letters, one left when two are removed. So it has to have the letters O-N-E in it with two letters in it somewhere. Clone has three. And two are removed. Clone. I see. Clone. C-L-O-N-E. Clone. So C-L is, okay. Clone. Drone. Or phone. Or phone. Phone. None of those are correct. Damn it. Oh, shit. None okay. of those words correct what is your your clue Mel? mine is the second one is the person who makes it has no need of it the person who buys it has use for it the person who uses it can neither see nor feel it read it again the person who makes it has no need of it the person who buys it has use for it the person who uses it can neither see nor feel it I thought it was cerebral, like a secret or something, but you buy it. Okay. I'm going to give you one freebie. You can choose any of these riddles, and I will give you one of the answer guaranteed. Wait, Rashawn, read your first one again, and Mella, read your first one again, because those were tricky. I am always hungry and will die if not fed, but whatever I touch will soon turn red. Two in a corner, one in a room, zero in a house, but one in a shelter. All right, y'all, what do you want your freebie? Which one do you want to know oh, outright? God, I don't know. That was the first one? Yeah, I think so. Two in a corner, one in a room, that one? Mm -hmm. The answer is the letter R. Mm. It's red eye. That, it's red eye. Do we have, how many guesses do we have? I'll give you two per, per actor, per actor. Okay, let's Red Eyes waste one on Rachel. Red Eyes incorrect. Ah! Oh, no! Okay. I will continue and say Lacey got uh, both of hers correct. Both oh, of her riddles okay. are correct. Okay. What was? What did you say? I and what? Joke. I and joke. I and a joke. I feel like... Oh, never mind. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Who played the robot in I, Robot? Alan Tudyk. Shit. Alan, yeah, I thought you thought it was Jude Law. I thought it was Jude Law. <laughs> I was like, I robot. One of those is for Jude Law. Um, I'm only going to be helpful at the movie guessing. <laughs> what word riddle. of five letters has one left when two are removed? So, okay, so. Phone, Not a phone. No. Phone, Not a clone. No. Scone? Close. Not quite. They'll start with an S. Stone. Stone? Hmm? Stone? Stone, is, stone is correct. Yeah. Stone. stone. Okay. Okay. Family stone. stone. No. <gasps> Rachel McAdams. Family stone. Incorrect. But I'm going to tell you this. You, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll let you know. They're not that literal. 
there's a riddle within the riddle. It's not it's not gonna be red, red eye. God stone damn it, family Josh. stone. Oh my god. Okay, well stone. We need to be right. writing this down. You do. Yeah. Why? God. Why would they be grouped together, Josh? This is gonna take forever. I'll I'll, uh, I'll help you out with the riddles a little more. Can you tell us whose are whose? That'll go a lot quicker. Once you once you get them, yeah. You got I. I stone joke. I and stone belong to Jude Law. Okay, Rashawn, what's your second one? Your second riddle? Uh, the word of five letters. That's a oh, so. And you have oh, both of Rachel's as, you have both of Rachel's as well. I do? Both of Rachel's. Uh, we only have three. I gave you one, remember? No. Which ones do you have? <laughs> yeah, we, we have the letter stone, R. Stone, I, joke. Mm-hmm. And the letter, letter R. The letter R and a joke belong to Rachel McAdams. R and a joke. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script. The last two belong to Robert Downey Jr. And the movie is Sherlock Holmes. Stop it. Huh? So I'm gonna, I'm telling you the movie for the last two. Okay. Okay. So wait, Rashawn, what's your first riddle then? I'm always hungry and I will die if not fed, but whatever I touch will soon turn red. A fire! Correct. Fire. The one that we don't know is the person who makes it has no need of it. The person who buys it has has no use for it. The person who uses it can neither see nor feel it. A clue? No, but that's a good guess. You do see this item early on in the movie. The fucking glass needle? Not that early. <laughs> the person who makes it has no need of it. The person who buys it has no use for it. That's what you the, tell. The person who uses it can neither see nor feel it. In what state do you have to be to be unable to see or feel? Oh, is it anesthesia? You're on the right track. A little deeper. Uh, chloroform? Even deeper. Deeper than lethal chloroform in- and anesthesia. The lethal yeah. injection that the- he takes when he's getting hung? Kind of like that, yeah. Tranquilizer. It's that thing he took so he could be faked out of death. The same one. Not- <laughs> Are you pop- sure? Yes. I didn't write this riddle. It is... Death is correct, but it's not uh, South American poison. And so it's not what- that. Okay. What can be made in relation to death? Venom? No. You guys are sinister, dude. God damn. (laughs) You just asked us about death. (laughs) God! What's something that can be made or constructed that has to do with death? A A guillotine. A funeral. A coffin. It's a coffin. A coffin. Ah. Okay. All right, Robert. Write that down, Lacey. You got I, you got Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock Holmes, Fire in a Coffin. So now you need to figure out Jude Law's movie and Rachel McAdams' movie. Josh, this was hard enough. Josh, Sherlock Holmes is a fire in a coffin? Yeah. Explain that to me. <laughs> the coffin gets pulled out of the grave, the coffin that the ginger midget is in, and there's fire like all over the place. The fire <laughs> is a spontaneous... How's it going to help? Okay. Okay. But is that our movie? That's not our movie we're looking for, right? Yeah. Yes, he gave oh, okay. us that one. Just, Got it. Come on, stay with me. Okay, okay. So these okay. clues are not, they're not clues to the title. They could be like a part of the Yeah, movie. they're clues to the movie. Yeah. Um, Is Rachel that's McAdams not... Game Night? 
Eurovision, Joke and the Letter R. Regina George? Mean Girls? Correct. Joke? What? It's a comedy, isn't it? Joshua, this is fucking <laughs> I <am>. stupid. <laughs> I was with you. Are you just the, trying to get us? This was I was there for the riddles, but this is this is your this is stupid, a riddle within the no, riddle. This is your fucking explain a movie badly that you're doing to us. Yes. I don't even it. feel dumb. I'm just like <laughs> wedding crusher. I just start naming movies, Jude Law movies. Okay, if you if you if you get it without being able to explain it, then it doesn't count. What's what is Jude's? Stone Eye, Captain America. No, Captain Marvel. Why would it be Captain Marvel? He's, he's a Captain stone Marvel. cold motherfucker. <laughs> and those eyes, baby, those eyes. <laughs> These eyes. Oh. Am I right? Uh. Why would it be Captain Marvel? I'm right, but it's not for I'm the not right going to give reasons. it to you until you can tell me why. These make no sense. You tell us why. <laughs> no. This one this one makes the most sense out of all three of them. I have the tiger. No. This is a these are about the movie, not Jude Law. But also, yeah, so you're but no, not I have the tiger. Because Fury's eyes and Infinity Stone because what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Fury's eyes. Josh, you have Fury's thrown eyes. us. And the stone <laughs> what? that she has to touch Fury... and she becomes Captain Marvel. Fury loses his eye in Captain Marvel. That's a pretty big part of it. And Captain Marvel's powers come from an infinity stone. Wait, she's right? <laughs> okay, goodbye. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> don't say I never did anything for you. You guessed oh, it. <laughs> and when I asked how, you said his he's a stone cold killer and look at those eyes. But I got there eventually. I oh, got there eventually. Baby. That is the dumbest. <laughs> Next time, crazy. just call me a stupid motherfucker in my face. <laughs> It would save me yeah, a lot of time in the edit room. Our special listener has done logged off. He stopped. He deleted us I, from his The thing. person I feel the worst for is editing Rashawn. He's going to have to find a way to trim all that down. Oh, my I'm God. I'm not, is the joke. <laughs> I'm not. Just do the fast forward sound effect for the middle and just get to me revealing the answer. Or do oh. that song. That song that's like. <laughs> the Benny Hill. Imagine someone in their car listening to that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, welcome to the new year. Um, either we're going to get a sponsor or I'm taking this podcast down with me by the end of 2022. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be crying later while I'm editing this. <laughs> oh, he's gonna send me an angry text message. I can he's tell like, you, you right Why does he yeah. fucking hate me? <laughs> I I had a good time making that game. Of course you do. You I love being the smartest person the in the room. The riddles were great. What was different? What's different about the riddles and then we the part thought two it that... was gonna be like red eye. That would have been perfect. The letter Stone, R no, with listen. the word I. It's a riddle within a riddle. Stone about, uh, eye describing... for the clues. I'll give you. Those are good clues. Fire coffin 
We're good. No, we're a little off track no, here. No, you don't get that one. Mm-mm. Joke R for Mean Girls. I hate you. I hate you. What's wrong with that one? Like I'll give you coffee. Terrible. I'll give clue. you. I'll give you coffee. I'll 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 give you coffin. Fire is you a gonna huge give me fire part. too. You gonna give me fire? No, too. fire is a huge part of that. Literally, no one won. We like no one. The won scene this. I won. You three lost, and our listeners definitely lost. But I won. <laughs> God. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all I give a shit about. Oh, I have to wrap it up, huh? Please. Sorry, I'm just. You, I'm rebel. Please. <laughs> is this End a this. bad time? Is this a bad time to ask? Um, do you guys want to hit up an escape room soon? Or yeah, <laughs> no, we you. ain't doing this shit with you. <laughs> Me going to the spreadsheet, deleting Josh's episodes. <laughs> okay, wrapping things up. It seems we come to the conclusion that Rachel McAdams is uh, lights out. Mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie knows how to do action. Riddles are for everybody. Especially you who thinks he can write them. I I told you a hundred times that I didn't write these. (laughs) Whatever. Whoever put this game together. Reader's Digest? Oh, the game together? Because the riddles came from Reader's Digest. So take it up with them. I love that. I love that. We end each episode with a quick round of six degrees. Wait, did you wrap up the movie? Yeah. Rachel McAdams, Guy Ritchie, and Riddles. He's it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever I had left of a brain, gone. (laughs) Also, thank you. Thank you so much to just a casual spectator. We, We appreciate you so much. And... Thank you for listening. If you're still listening, <laughs> <laughs> yo, call our viewers Ben Affleck because they gone, baby gone. Oh my god, god. Joshua, where end did you get it. this shit from? End it. Send us emails, guys. Please, uh, and Josh will not host. I promise. <laughs> we end each episode with a quick round of six <laughs> degrees of separation, connecting this week's episode to next week's episode. Make this one easy. Who can find the fastest connection between Robert Downey Jr. and one of the stars of next week's film, John Travolta? Wait, who did you just (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. to John Travolta. And guess what, motherfucker? No Marvel. You're not playing. We're good. It's the no Marvel rule only for me? No, No, it's it's for for everyone, everyone, but but you're the one that always fights it. Robert Downey Jr. Samuel L. Jackson and the Avengers Samuel L. Jackson to John Travolta. But now you guys are going to have to sit here on the mic while I badger you because you, you need, need to shut up. You need to shut up. <laughs> oh, no I cannot. Marvel. I cannot think. <laughs> I'm taking my headphones off. Wave when somebody has an answer because I can't. I'm trying can't to go back and it. find out what episode we did to deserve this. <laughs> I decided at the end of 2021 I'm sick of Rashawn being the bad guy that was my role and it got taken from me I did guess what bitches especially next week don't be mad just please don't talk please but I 
what I got. Please don't talk. <laughs> I got it. Thank God. Say it. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is in The Soloist with Jamie Foxx, who is in uh, Valentine's Day with Queen Latifah. Wait, wait, wait. Let's who is... Tag me in. Go. No, you go finish. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, 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 go, go, go. <laughs> Wait, do yours again? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in The Soloist with Jamie Foxx. Who is in Django is Unchained in... with Samuel L. Jackson, who is in Pulp Fiction with John Travolta. Or Queen Latifah to Hairspray. Yes. Oh, I forgot he was in Hairspray. Sorry, you win. You won. I stole. No, no, no. We tie. We can tie. <laughs> no, because then they'll make us do a tiebreaker. You win. <laughs> John Travolta was in, or Robert Downey Jr. was in The Soloist with Jamie Foxx, who's in Valentine's Day with Queen Latifah, who is in Hairspray with John Travolta. I thought you were going to use Zodiac for sure. I couldn't. I, my, I couldn't. My brain was frying. <laughs> brain was frying. I, I started with Zodiac. Did you use Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> Me? Yeah. No, okay. I didn't use Sherlock Holmes. Say yours then. John Travolta was in Hairspray with Jerry Stiller, who was in Zoolander with Ben Stiller, who was in Tropic Thunder with Robert Downey Jr. Three for three. Now we can't get off the mic until Mella comes up with the three for <laughs> three with connection. No, girl. I was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's it for this week's episode of Winston Files Attack. As always, maybe skip the review this week. No, Come he, back. he needs to learn his lesson. <laughs> review Go us. Go ahead and type. <laughs> Make sure you post-date the review. <laughs> January 3rd, 2022. <laughs> Just end whatever the review is with Josh knows what he did. Yeah. I had a good time. <laughs> you can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Attack. And if you have a suggestion <laughs> that you want to hear us talk about and that you're sure Josh does not like... <laughs> Roll those dice, baby. Shoot us an email. <laughs> WhenCinephilesAttack at gmail.com. Dance with the devil. You know what I mean? <laughs> Give it a shot. From Josh. Mella. Lacey. And Rashawn. Good God, if you're still listening, thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>